What's up everyone? I'm sitting here with Vinny. We're actually inside his Airbnb and he's going to talk about the design, the process, managing, and tell us all about it. I'm Jake Garay from the Garay Mashaw team with Berkshire Hathaway. And you're listening to my podcast, Selling the Suburbs. I'm sitting down with real estate agents, investors, experts, and various professionals throughout the industry. On Selling the Suburbs, we're discussing the truth about real estate, entrepreneurship, and the ever-changing housing market. So talk me through kind of the process of when you started the Airbnb, why you went that route. Like, obviously, we talked about it a couple of different times, playing with the idea. Both felt it would do really well. Like, kind of, when did you start doing it? How did you design it? Because you kind of did everything here. So initially, it actually, it really wasn't the first play here. We, uh, we initially finished uh, the downstairs here just really to rent it out, whether it was to be, you know, to a local college student, uh, long-term rental, or, um, you know, j- just a regular long-term rental. So about, yeah, I, w- I would say about six months ago, we-, we decided, hey, you know what, let's try to put this up on Airbnb. It would, one, it would probably, ca- it's, and it does cash flow about, I would say, 40%. Per- 30 to 40% more than a normal long-term rental in this area. So it gives you the cash flow, which made total sense for us. Uh, and then two, it also gives us the ability to utilize this space. If Lisa's parents come over, if we have family come up from out of town, we have the space to utilize for them. So you have more flexibility. Yeah, yeah. so it, it makes total sense in that regard. What made you think that just because of the neighborhood like that it would be desirable like what were the elements that like yeah so a couple of things i mean right off the bat when we even purchased the house you're about literally two seconds from the college you could you know from my left and from my right it's all college student rentals or professors in the area that live here that literally walk right to the college you could walk right into the arlington town center here uh, so just looking at that and seeing Vassar as the main focal point, uh, you just can't lose when you're right next to the college. How would you say the the management varies from like, so you had this as a long-term rental, right? So like, how, what would you say is the biggest difference now that you Airbnb it versus like when you had someone here full time? Yeah, the biggest thing is the one is the obviously the constant turnover so we average about eight to 10 30-day bookings per month. So every month we're looking at about eight to 10 bookings. So you're looking at that turnover. We've done both. So we've done uh, you know, a cleaner to come in. So we've hired out for cleaners to come in and do it. Uh, we've also done it ourselves. So we've We've gone through both. We actually live in the property. So for us to just come down here and turn it over, change the sheets, go through, clean everything, it's really not a huge deal um, because we are obviously on site. So it makes sense for us to, to do it in-house at this point. Um, but the biggest thing is definitely the, the constant turnover. However, the the trade-off is the cash flow. So it's bringing in more um, and really to kind of give you like the breakdown um and i i don't really mind sharing this is so my mortgage taxes insurance here cost me roughly about two thousand dollars a month 
the Airbnb brings in roughly about two thousand dollars a month in cash flow. So it it covers um, mortgage, which, which makes carrying costs. yeah, which, which is you know it, it's a big stress reliever yeah. uh, to to really have all pretty much your your big bills paid for. And then you've got another rental unit in the building, so that yeah. adds additional income, and then you're living for free. Yeah. Yeah. When you actually decided to take it from like a long-term rental into an Airbnb, what did you add? Because obviously you don't furnish long-term rentals and like you don't decorate long-term rentals. So like what were some of the things that you went through and were like, we need to add X, Y, and Z to make this an Airbnb? Yeah. So the biggest thing, and most people on Airbnb will tell you this, is the the Wi-Fi code on the front door to type in. You could change it constantly. From an app on your so phone. So it's like the lock to get yeah, in. So yeah, so so the actual access into the property, uh, that was a big one. So you don't have like a physical key, you have a keypad that you keypad, reprogram after every it's, stay. It's different for everybody. So you're constantly changing the code. And it's uh, Wi-Fi in- enabled. So if there's an issue, you don't exactly. have to physically be here to open the door for them. Yep. So that was one thing too, was the actual Wi-Fi down here, so that this unit is on its own Wi-Fi. Uh Three was really the stuff that you put in the kitchen. Um, so all the dishes, the coffee maker, little things like that, little amenities that really make you feel at home at an Airbnb. How much thought did you put into that? Like, did you just like, let's just go out, go to like Home Goods, Target, buy a bunch of stuff? Like, I've had conversations with clients who Airbnb that are literally like down to like debating whether they should go like, coffee pot, Keurig, or Nespresso. And they'll literally buy based on like, if it's a luxury one, like they'll do an espresso. If it's like middle market, they'll put like a Keurig or a coffee. Like, did you think about all that? Or was it kind of just like, let's test this out? You know what? I really didn't put too much thought when we were ordering all this stuff. I was still overseas. So I was like, I was browsing on Amazon, just ordering random stuff that I thought was a good idea. I had you know, my wife Lisa was out. She would go to Target and, you know, go down a whole list of what she thought would be good. Um, and then another thing was that some of our family just helped out with some of the, the decor. We had somebody in the family, they were, had moved out of their apartment and they gave us like a, a bunch of really cool like coffee mugs and plates and all, all this stuff that was absolutely perfect for this. Um, so I would just say really a mix of everything um and you know one my uncle is really good with like uh designing like decorating so i actually had him him lisa and karen came down here one day and literally you know put the whole place together so that's awesome it was pretty cool so what's the feedback been like from the people who have actually come and stayed like was it like obviously it's been pretty positive because it's been successful but like what are, what are the things that you think make this a successful Airbnb based on like the feedback that you've gotten from people? The biggest thing with, with Airbnb here is the location, uh, being that it is walking distance to the college and to the town center. That's really big. Two is that the whole place has been renovated. So people like the fact that they're staying in a place that's really completely brand new as far as really all the cosmetics in here have just been done. Um, And how it's really, I guess, how it's decorated. It's pretty simple. It's not a huge space down here, but it's very functional. Uh, It's private. Um, 
and again you're really close to to the college so for somebody for parents that are coming here visiting their kids it makes perfect sense to come and stay here you could literally walk to the college with your kid what do you think like from a price standpoint is it that you're more affordable or you're more expensive like what draws people here versus say staying in a hotel right i mean obviously the location is great but like What's more appealing about renting an Airbnb? Because this is a one bedroom, right? Do you do... This is a one bedroom. And you do up to how many people can stay? So up to four. So you have like the sleeper sofa and the bedroom. Yep, exactly. So like what's the appeal here versus like a hotel? Um, So we actually, we just, the last person who stayed in here uh, were parents of that, actually parents of Marist. And they had their their Marist Parents 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 Weekend. And they said... Their review was exactly uh, very similar in cost to the court, the Courtyard Marriott online. However, this was more private and more of a home feel. Uh, for us, it was better, um, and that's literally what the what the review said. So very comparable as far as price goes, but you're kind of, you're getting. Really, your own what you space. get for that price yeah, is more. You're getting your own space for the same exact price. Yeah, that's the question for a lot of people, right? Because like you talked a lot about location, walking distance, all of that. How much of the success of this Airbnb would you say is location versus like design quality, like the the way that you built it out, all of that? I would say honestly, seventy five percent is location, yeah, and another twenty five percent is just the way that it's designed and. I mean, the biggest thing is the location. Everybody, a lot of the feedback on the reviews has said location. So like talking about the management now, because I think there's a lot of people who want to do Airbnb, but they don't get a ton of information. Like all of it's about buying Airbnbs and designing Airbnbs. It's never about managing the Airbnb. Like you have, we have washer dryer here, right? Like on site. So you can do your your linen service and everything here. And then... Like when you, when it comes to like bookings, do you have auto booking? Do you have uh, minimum stays? Like how does that, and then like, how do you interact with like communication with with the potential tenants? So my wife and I are both on as a host and co-host. And I would say the, the biggest thing is the automatic bookings. I'm not a fan of just automatically checking people off to come in. Um, Airbnb does a good job of vetting people while they book your place as well. So they'll tell you if, if someone is a suspicious person looking to book the Airbnb, um, a lot, one of the most recent things we've gotten, we've got it a few times is somebody trying to book the Airbnb for a Vassar speaker, guest speaker, and they won't, they, the person who's who Vassar's bringing in, they're not booking it directly. They're, they're actually, they're actually, the school is booking it for them. Right. So the one thing with that is it'll tell you, Hey, this person's trying to put somebody somebody else else in. And, and then it, it it was a little sketchy. They're also like, Oh yeah. Uh, you know, do you mind taking it out of our name and put it in this name? And do you mind communicating with us through this email? So, you know, that's a red flag. And, and we're trying to hey, take you off the platform, exactly. which is protecting you. All the communication needs to be done through the platform. It's little simple things that Airbnb tells you to do 
because they're also protecting you. They're protecting themselves. And they provide insurance too, Airbnb, exactly. right? Yeah, they do. And then um, honestly, some some bookings will will just decline. Like if 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 it, if it isn't the right timing or it's going to be too much, you don't get a hit on declining a booking but you do get a, a hit on if you accept it and then you later on decline, decline it. it yeah so so it's good to vet it up front and then you know instead of actually right accepting the listing and then going back and and having to to cancel it because that that you do get dinged on. yeah you know which so have you gotten or are you approaching super host status yet or any of that yeah so we are we're super hosts we're with 4.9 stars, um, about 35 or 40 reviews, somewhere around there. Have you had any like problem people, like any bad tenants, any bad stays? Have you put had to put any claims in? No, no. So other than that story that I told you guys <laughs> before, and it, honestly, they were fine. Uh, they were having, they were doing their thing, you know, getting getting away from the house for the weekend and and having fun but um one thing that i would say to consider especially if you're you're utilizing both long-term rentals and short-term rentals uh in this scenario you have tenants that are upstairs long term and then you have a short-term rental here so you have the airbnb guests coming in and out something that we've had a little bit of an issue with is the parking situation in the back they'll park in the tenant upstairs parking spot. Gotcha. So something we need to do a little bit of a better job is clearly identifying the spots. And something that I'm going to implement is just getting an Airbnb guest sign parking, uh, basically parking spot sign, yeah. so that it's clearly identified, just something to implement. So it's not, at the end of the day, you don't want to piss off the long-term tenants right. that are at the property. And then vice versa. You also don't want the long-term tenants Ruining, off yeah. the, the guests who are staying here for the weekend. Right, because um, you can always find another long-term tenant, but if you get a bunch of bad reviews on Airbnb, that makes it hard. Yeah, exactly. So you already touched on it a little bit, but that was one of the questions I wanted to ask. Like, what are the, So now that you've done this, you've gotten six months under your belt, you see what's working, what's not working. What are the improvements that you want to make or you think you could make to make it even better? Or do you think it's it's done, like you're good? No, so a couple of the things I'm I'm going to work on probably over the next six to 12 months is the outside area. Uh, we do have a small fire pit back there. We have seating area, but uh, that's something that I, I do want to do a little bit better job of landscaping. Not that I'm essentially going to add any amenities outside. Um, I, we thought about maybe a hot tub at one point, but honestly, for... For what you're gonna get here, people aren't are not to say all of them, but if ninety percent of your guests are coming here to visit their kids, they're not really here. adding a hot tub amenity. It's really not gonna make not or break the deal for somebody yeah. to actually come and stay here. Yeah. So little things like that, but the landscaping and everything could could definitely uh, you know be spruced up a little bit. It's something I will work on. Cool.